2: Trade Radio is proudly supported by Host Plus, the official superannuation partner of the AFL. Having a top performer on your side, that's a plus. This is general advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS available at hostplus.com.au before deciding if Host Plus is appropriate for you. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.
1: And we are here for Bryden's Lawyers, the lawyers protecting your future. You can call them 1-800-848-848. And for 4D Doors, garage doors redefined, 4ddoors.com.au is the website. Confirmation USA winning the Ryder Cup. Players shaking uh, shaking hands on the on the final green right now. The end scoreline, USA 19, Europe 9. So quite an emphatic victory there hearing the news and our Prime Minister Scott Morrison, um, a French diplomat uh, saying that uh, we owe France $66.8 billion. We might have to start a GoFundMe page. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty hefty bill for calling off the uh, subcontract. Oh, $66.8 billion. Sure. Not a problem. Not a problem. I'll just go out the back, see if I've got it. 66.8 billion is what one of the uh, French diplomats is requesting that Australia owe them. All righty, uh, this part of the program on a Monday morning. Welcome to our Queensland stations joining us because every Monday morning I'm joined by Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith here, thanks to the super tough. Adventure Kings camper trailer, tough enough for Australia. Available at 4 <coughs> wdsupersettercomau And Maddie Johns is here thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Right now at Chemist Warehouse, get big brand vitamins for half price. Terms and conditions apply. Let me say hello to Cameron Smith, the man that people are saying was missed most by the Melbourne storm. How are you, Cameron? <laughs> oh,
0: bossy, I'm a little bit disappointed, mate. I'm a bit flat today. My uh, my boys have been knocked out of the competition, but um, oh, what a great game it was, really, and and full credit to the to the Penrith Panthers. They played extremely well and deserve to be in this year's decider.
1: Alrighty, and now in the blue corner, the moat, not the goat, the is with Maddie Johns. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, to how the are show. you?
2: Hey, You're Bronte. on fire. You're um, on mate, fire. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm good. I had a great day yesterday. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it was a great weekend of football. I, I, a bit mm. like Smithy, I, could, I did not see that coming from the Melbourne Storm, that performance. Um, mm. it, it just shows you, you know, sometimes, doesn't a boy's like. When, when you have two weeks off, when you have two weeks off and you get two weeks of praise, you get two weeks of people telling you you're just going to roll over the opposition, um, mm. it just bleeds into you. Got a
1: few questions for you, fellas. A broader picture. Yeah. Close matches as opposed to high scoring. I got to say, I mean, I, 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 I've been on at such a high calling those two games on Fox League: Penrith v Parramatta, first of all, uh, last <laughs> last week, and then on the weekend yes. just gone by Melbourne and Penrith for tension. The low scoring match. I think I like them better than the high scoring match. Your thoughts, Cameron?
0: Yeah, no, I do, Vossie. I really love them, and I was actually uh, sidelined for those two matches you're talking about. And, um, yeah, I know people really enjoy the point-scoring side of the game and, and seeing a lot of tries being scored at times. But, you know, for for semi-final football, or for finals football, you know, we talk about those teams that are able to really, you know, defend their line for large amounts of time. And certainly Penrith, um, Parramatta and Melbourne have displayed that in those last two weeks that we've seen them play. So it, it was... Yeah, the, the game of the other night was just edge of you seek stuff, like right, the entire game. And, you know, it looked like at some point there, Melbourne were out of it. They were gone. Penrith are going to be too strong. Then they come back through a Pappenhausen try. And then all of a sudden, they're attacking Penrith's try line in the last few minutes of the match. It was just, it was outstanding. And the, and the amount of effort both teams put into their defence, like, I don't know how many tries were yeah. were saved, <laughs> Yeah. Um, in that eighty minutes, like it was yeah. just, inc- it was just incredible to watch. Incredible. So how
1: do we, how do we look after the leg- like the game, Maddie? That 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 yeah. sort of rams at home. That whatever we do with rule tweaks, can we yeah. not eliminate the close game? And I suppose it is proven we can have them. We can have them, but yeah. we don't get many of them.
2: Vossi, it, look at the end of the day, I think the game has settled in a really good spot. Like in the middle of the season, the game really opened up. It took a long time for the teams. Uh, to sort of muster the def- the, that defensive discipline or, or alter their defence lines to adjust to that, but they've done it. And like that, see that game the other day. If you if if someone had just shown you the score, you'd say, "Oh, geez, my pretty dour middle third slog." Mm. But it was really it, mm. it was open, it was fast, it was an afternoon game, which makes the defence even more remarkable, given the fact you can move the yep. ball around. Penrith, watching uh, when I went and watched it the game again yesterday, excuse me. and uh, Penrith attacked really well. Penrith Penrith moved the ball around the field and really attacked well, which just shows you how well Melbourne defended. Melbourne was... I think Melbourne, because they were so poor in attack, it sort of masked how how good they were in defence.
1: Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Now, I'm going to go to the big question. I'm not even going to keep our listeners in suspense. I'm going straight to the big question. (coughs) Cameron, right now your tip, lock it in. Who wins the grand final, Penrith or South Sydney?
0: Um, oh, at the moment, Vossie, I've got I've got the rabbits. I've got the Rabbitohs winning, um, and and mainly because of their their run uh, into uh, this this match and and how difficult the last two matches have been for Penrith. Well, not just the last two, probably the three the three finals games that they've played. They've been They've been beaten up, and again they've got uh, a handful of players that have been sort of battered and bruised out of that game against Melbourne. So um, they're in a really good, really good position, the Rabbitohs. And the one thing, you know, we're talking about defence right now. The one thing I've been really impressed with um, the Rabbitohs and, and their major improvement into these semi has been their defence. So it's going to need to be there this weekend. So I've got I've got the Rabbitohs ahead just.
1: Okay, Matty Johns, uh, your thoughts right now, Monday morning, if I'm to lock in a grand final tip, and why? Give me your answer. Uh,
2: I'm going. I'm, I'm with Cameron South by a fraction at the moment, but I, but I'm curious to see uh, how bad that injury is to Adam Reynolds. But I've got South by a fraction. I think the I think the extra day is an advantage. I think the coach, um, just about he goes how he goes about his work, is um, gives me. Confidence in the Rabbitohs, and and I think um, I, I think like Cameron, they've had that extra rest. Uh, I think they're a lot fresher than Penrith are. That that was a really difficult game, difficult win. The Penrith one. That takes a little bit of juice out of your tank. And I will say this, Fossey, there's a little bit of heart in it as well, because um, uh, you know my uh, member of my family was at the Rabbitohs for a couple of seasons, and I just got. A really good look up close of what a great club it is. Great people at that club, and there's you know, a fair bit of affection there for the Rabbitohs. Yeah. But, but I think I genuinely think that they'll win.
1: It is only one title in fifty years the Rabbitohs have won. Yes, twenty fourteen. That that's the only one in fifty years, Cameron. That's a really good point that Matty makes about Adam Reynolds. Um, and you mm. being a goal kicker, so the groin injury, we've had the NRL physio, we had him mm. on a lot earlier this morning before 7 o'clock. Yeah. He thought yeah. that the groin injury is one that would stop him from goal kicking even this Sunday. I mean, you can manage the injury, he'll definitely play. Mm. Now, Blake Taff has stepped yeah. up the young kid. He's kicked four from seven. You tell me, have you had any yeah. history of, of groin issues and how it affects and impacts a goal kicker? Because I think the game is so tight that they do yeah. need Adam Reynolds kicking.
0: Yeah, and and it's seen the other night when Blake Taff was—he took a few go- uh, shots at goal, and um, the ones that it, it didn't matter the other night because they were so far out in front. But if they're if they're in a game where it's it's they're going to need a goal kick from the sideline, or it's it's a big penalty goal, um, the young man's going to have to step up step up. But it, it's difficult because any any leg injury. Um, I never had a, a groin strain like Adam Reynolds um, is carrying. Well, that we're told he's carrying. I actually, only a couple of years ago, I had uh, uh, a quad strain, and so even that kept me out of goal kicking for about four. It was about four games, I think. Mm. So it didn't stop me from running and, and playing just in general. Like it was just it was a it was an injury where whenever I kicked. So when you're in your extension um, of your leg, when you're just really trying to rip that, put that force through the football. It just it just gave me excruciating pain. So I can understand where Adam's at. He looked okay moving around the field the other night, but just any time he needed to kick the ball he looked uncomfortable. So taking taking the, the goal kicking aside, like that's a huge out too. Like he only kicked maybe three times in general play, I think, Maddie. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, Cody Cody Walker sort of did the majority of the kicking. So as we all know, Adam he's he's one of the best short kicking um exponents in in the, in the match so you know even taking that part of his game out um it takes a whole heap away from their potency in attack but in saying that i think yeah this is this is a grand final bossy you know he'll be out there and he'll be ready to play and if he needs to kick he'll kick and he'll do his best to get through it
1: all right i got another one for both of you um the, the mastery of Pan- the panthers first try I mean, that, for me, because I, I, haven't, I haven't achieved <laughs> what amazing. you guys have in the game. I mean, I'm just a fan, and I'm in awe of that, mm. that they saw something back in, what, round seven this year, Roosters? Ivan, clearly, yes. after the game, said, no, we stole it from the Roosters. To have that in the memory yep. bank, to rehearse it last week, and then pull it off two minutes into the grand final. I mean, well done, mm. everyone, for that. Maddie. you may... You may have seen the equivalent of it tactically, but have you ever seen better pulled off in a big moment than that?
2: Oh, that was great. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Just watching up close, I thought to myself, did Crichton tip him or does someone tip him or did he just spotted himself? I, I, I think he, he did it himself. And it's really interesting, Vossi, on a tactical side of things because um, if, if you look, a lot of people, when you listen to sides, they say the most difficult place to attack from, is close to the line. But if you have a mm. look, like, tactically, you know, one of the keys to attack the line is being able to gather numbers. And two ways you can do that, you take the ball to a far edge and gather numbers there close to the line. But also, mm. uh, when you when you get that close to the line directly under the post, it's like a concave to the, the defence. It just gathers them in and gives you just so much space yeah. on the edges. So it was it, it was a really beautiful play. And, and Gutsy played, too, because was it? Was it, was it the play one or two? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I think I might... Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah it, was, it was And it's terrific. the second
1: minute. To do it in the second minute. And as I said, you go back now yeah. and watch Tedesco <laughs> kicking for Kavalu and you see Addo Car exact same movement, <laughs> rush in, then turn around and get on his yeah. bike. It's extraordinary stuff, Cameron. Did, did you know there was a... That, that there was a weakness in Melbourne in that? Had you identified that? Could anyone remember Ooh. that? That's amazing well, work, well, not... the
0: Intel. Yeah, that's right. And... and, and... Very clever to just to hold that up your sleeve for a moment like that in a pre-league. But but that's the that's the thing about the good the smart coaches, you know, the smart players that actually do their homework and have something, have a trick shot, have a trick play like that up their sleeve for for the moments that are gonna count. And obviously, you know, Penrith they've shown us, you know, the type of team they are and, and the way they go about their business. You know, they think about their football. So they've obviously identified that, they've seen a play that worked that another team um, has done to Melbourne, and and if you look at if you look at the fox, if you look at the way Josh Car defends, he actually defends infield quite often, mm. just because of his speed and and his ability to get out and defend, you know, players outside him when the ball goes when they try to go around him. But that that play there, it, even even though it was a set play and they all knew it was coming, um, the skill that Nathan Cleary showed there to. To just he, he picked the ball up from tummy half. Like he doesn't play dummy half. So even to get in there and pick the ball up off the ground, he took one step and put it on a 10-cent piece out in front of Stephen Croydon. That, that was just amazing. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, and as
1: I said, the Roosters did it with James Tedesco. You know, you wouldn't call him a noted kicker of that kind No, that's but it right. It was something <laughs> they'd that, that, that identified, and he pulled it off at the moment, rehearsed. So, again, as a fan, I'm in awe of it, and you two are the greats, and you're also mm. incredibly no. impressed by it. Fantastic play. I wonder, I wonder if they. I wonder if they've found something about South Sydney. Yeah, uh, you know, if they, if either coach has got something <laughs> up their sleeve, Maddie. is there, is there something there that they'll pull out? You know, remember the Newtown. Today we celebrate Matty forty years um, to the day since Parramatta beat Newtown in the grand final. Gus Sheesh. Gould told us the story many years mm. ago on those roast days that the kick over the head. You know how Parramatta had all yep. those set moves. Gus claims that a day before the grand final, Warren Ryan said, "Well, let's surprise them with something. What have we got?" And they had a chat quick chat and they said, Well let's still kick over our head from a penalty tap. And They do it the next day in the grand final and almost score. I mean, can you believe yeah. that? Is that it, does those things still happen?
2: Uh, uh, absolutely <laughs> it does. It does. I, I just can't believe it's forty years. My God. Yeah. I, I remember that see so that year in 1981. would you believe on, on my on my phone I have the official uh, written by Frank Farrington, the official team sheets of 1981 trial game, Cessnock-Gowanas versus Newtown Jets. My my, my old man, wow. Cessnock that year, had a, like a sister club ar- arrangement with Newtown where Cessnock would go down and train with Newtown. They'd come and train uh, at Cessnock and they'd sort of share ideas and whatnot. So that was that season. So I was on that ride. I'd become a Newtown fan that season, and, you know, went, went on that amazing ride through to the grand final. It was, I can't believe it's 40 years. Well, I Yeah, I 40 years today. had Surlo
1: on the show earlier. Well, I asked in hindsight, did he have any empathy at all for Newtown? The answer was no. But I do feel sorry. The, uh, Newtown, <laughs> that was their last big moment on the big stage. You can still see Tommy, can't you, Matty, scoring that try well, and going up with a double fin- uh, cl- uh, fist clenched. Uh, great moment. Uh, yeah. Great moment. Well, I,
2: I remember, Vossi, like, After they played a game at Cessnock that year, uh, Newtown beat us 12-2. But the next day we went to Tyrrell's Vineyard. They were the major sponsor. Murray Tyrrell put a big show on. And I remember just standing next to my dad and listening to Tommy just tell story after story for about two hours. Um, Fair to say, and not stories that I'm able to, to Nuts. tell this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard stories like that before and hopefully never will again. <laughs> uh, great education. All. Cameron
1: Smith and Maddie Johns in the house on a Monday morning on Breakfast with Vossie It is 20 after 8 and you can fire your questions in at the boys on 0457736736. Uh, we'll make a little more of our Pull Your Socks Up segment this morning. All day socks by Underworks pass every comfort test. I'll let Cameron and Maddie think about that during the 8.30 mm-hmm. news but you can participate listeners if you like to give your nominations given it was a preliminary final weekend we've had the afl grand final we've had the ufc the wallabies a whole lots of things pull your socks up who has to pull their socks up for Underworks all day socks pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself uh, quickly for sports bet uh, bets with mates. Start your group bet together. Share the moment. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Uh, the premiership betting market now. Both Cameron and Maddie have tipped the Rabbitohs. They are two dollar thirty outsiders on the sports bet market. Mm. Panthers a dollar sixty five favourite. Three and a half is the yeah. line. Um, for first try, Brian Toll is favourite at $8, Alex Johnson $8.50, and the Clive Churchill medal, Nathan Cleary, a $4 favourite, Cody Walker $6.50, uh, Cameron Murray, a yo at $11. They are the markets for Sportsbet, and of course, Sportsbet's bet with mates, start your group, bet together, share the moment, conditions apply gamble responsibly. Cameron Smith here, thanks to the super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer, Tough Enough for Australia, available at 4 wdsupercentrecomau and Matty Johns, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day right now at Chemist Warehouse, get big brand vitamins for half price terms and conditions apply. Now one of our listeners, fellas, says Wayne Bennett is the master. This from Henry, he says, five minutes in the grand final week and he throws a barb at Brisbane, makes it about himself to take the spotlight off the team. Bellamy is good, but Wayne is the GOAT. Cameron, you probably know Wayne better than Matty. <laughs> Anything different, yeah. special, would you love to be part of his grand final week?
0: Oh, Vossi, absolutely. I think um, you'd love to be a part of any grand final week. It doesn't matter who the coach is, but particularly Wayne. And, and, and you know, the la- I was coached by Wayne in my very first State of Origin match. And I still remember back then, it, like, we he, he didn't like to keep you sort of on the training paddock too long. So I guess that's why most players really enjoy being co- <laughs> being coached by him is because he doesn't like to train you too long. But he's more about just making sure it's a, it's a really uh, enjoyable environment that you're in um, around training. And particularly now that, um, you know, the, the entire competition has been moved away from home and they're sort of they're in their bubbles and on top of each other all the time. Like, he, he'd just be making sure that these guys are just in the right frame of mind and... Um, really ready for these big matches. And, and um, the, yeah, the listener that, that text in, like that, he's exactly right. He's the master. He is the master at taking all pressure and, and, and uh, the spotlight away from his players in, in these big moments. When the players can feel a little bit, um, you know, sort of nervous about the occasion or, you know, feel like they're under a lot of pressure, then he, he just makes it about himself. He just, he just, he just changes the narrative, <laughs> yeah. like he did against, like like he did, like he did against Penrith in that first final, where he made it a bit, uh, he, he threw it all onto the Panthers about mm. some of their tactics, and then he and Ivan were at each other in the media. So he's just, a, he's just a, a, a master when it comes to making sure his players have, are in the right frame of mind in a great environment, and they're feeling good about them about themselves and each other.
1: Yeah, in thirty seconds, Matty Mal really, nineteen ninety seven. Did he do anything different for Newcastle that week to to ease the load? Given you were going for your first title. Oh my goodness. It's made Maddie very. Uh, we've just lost the line to Maddie. <laughs> the question hasn't offended him, Cameron. But now we'll work on that line during the 8:30 news. He he might have gone off for a little break. Yeah, Maddie, he's gone, but he, he, he might have he might have whipped off the Chemist Warehouse to the sponsor, and uh, he'll be back. <laughs> we will have more after the 8:30 news, right here on Breakfast with Vossie, 1170 SEN. You can call the McDonald Jones open line on 1300. breakfast with Vossi through until 9 o'clock and then Matty White between 9 and 12. Jimmy Smith between midday and 3 today. And the drive show, of course, with Joel and Fletch kicking off grand final week. It's a big one right here on 11.70. SEM. Thank you, Adam. Great to have you as part of the news team again here on Breakfast with Vossie. I tell you what, we're here with Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns. We will fix up the line problems with Maddie. Uh, Maddie Johns, welcome back. Welcome back,
2: uh, Vossie. Go. How are you? Uh, back. Yes, I'm back. They, they, <laughs> um, wouldn't you know it? I mean, they started rolling the MBN out. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> um, well, I, with Parramatta, forty years ago. When Parramatta. <laughs> out. And, uh, this morning they decide to uh, cut the power and roll out. Roll uh, ours out this morning. So I've got a couple of
0: flukers <laughs> out the front here
2: from NBN. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> well, that'll ensure,
1: they're, they're actually listening, too, to SEN right now. So they'll ensure that you're without NBN for the next decade as well, Matty. So well yeah. done. Uh, look, we got, look, this is a big moment, Matty. And I know you asked, could we please do this to pay tribute to Cameron, the pool that Cameron Smith has in Queensland. Ladies and gentlemen, I can now announce... The reason why Shepard are not playing at the grand final is because Cameron Smith has had his say, hey, Geronimo, gone. It's gone. Oh, it won't be being played. Shepard will not be playing. That's a big story to emerge out of the weekend. Cameron, you did it. You, you, uh, you knifed Shepard. <laughs> you knifed him. Have we
0: got... Who, who, who's the grand final entertainment
1: this weekend? Okay, well, we've got uh. Ian Moss. Um, you're pulling him out. Well, I thought it was Michael Moss, the former pen fullback, but it's Ian Moss. Um,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Kate Miller-Heidke. Maddie, any male? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, William Uh, Barton. William Barton's going to be there. Um, This one, Timmy uh, Trumpet. His name gets me. I thought he was a porn star, but Timmy Trumpet and the Stafford Brothers will be performing. (laughs) But pre game Uh, and halftime and a 40-piece Queensland orchestra, which I'm looking forward to. So, Cameron, well done on putting that together.
0: Lovely. No no worries, Vossie. My pleasure. Fight the AFL. Every year, the AFL,
2: you go, here we go, Eskimo Joe. <laughs> I mean, they've only around. got one song, Black Fingernails <laughs> yeah. Red Wine. That's it. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> I tell the story often, Matty. You get Daryl Braithwaite at a, you know, you book him for a oh. show, and Daryl turns up at the meeting and says, Look, yes. I've got these new songs. I've got this one, this one, this mm. one. No, you hear he do horses. So, uh, all right, mate, sweet.
2: it's yeah. like Origin Time. you go, Oh, not Tim and Maddie again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, you know
1: next year, you know next year, and I, we've got a year to work it out. But it'll be twenty years since Billy Idol at at Roosters Warriors. Oh. And I'm just waiting for some power. I mean, Billy is 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 out oh. now with a new single, Blindside, which is I thought. Oh, no! Is it, is it? No, I think it's called roadside. I think I made it up that it's called Brightside. I'm thinking yeah, rugby right. league. I mean, can we br- can we bring Billy back? Twenty years on, I think it'd bring the house down if Billy came back twenty oh. years on to celebrate the moment.
2: I interviewed Billy about uh, five years ago on Triple M. He came in and said, him he's had some work. You wouldn't put mate, you wouldn't put him next to a bunsen burner. <laughs>
1: So if he dies, he goes out in the yellow <laughs> bin. Is that what you're saying? If he dies, he's in the yellow bin? We've got to wait for that night. Yeah. <laughs> well, but but uh. it, it, if he came back, Matty, do you reckon like you'd have to get Fletcher and Hindy? You'd have to take the piss oh, and yeah. pull the power out, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that? He's just about to perform and Fletcher and Hindy pull the cord out. How good would that be?
2: Well, mate, I, I, wa- I watched the wedding singer yesterday. Of course, the Adam's hand like plastic. <laughs> so, uh, yes, and uh, I'll tell you what, I did too yesterday. You wouldn't believe this. Uh, I, I, I swear on uh, my mother's grave, even though she's still alive, I, mate. I was listening to the Show yesterday, <laughs> and the lead singer's passed today. Oh, the. There you go. I do not want to make a downer, but there you go. Yeah, yeah well. This down, down and rocking all over the world. So, yeah. The bass
1: player. The bass player. Lancaster. Oh, the well, base player. Yeah, it was the play. bass
2: player. Oh sorry.
1: oh, sorry. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Now, just just out of left field two, fellas. <laughs> We're getting way off. We're getting way off piss here. And i mean in P-I-S-T-E. Uh, that's a skiing scheme, yeah. Cameron. Um Yes. there's a there's a lady in Marrickville who won on a scratchy ticket. She swears she's been playing them for 40 years. And she scratched up Mm. over the weekend. She won $25,000. Now, I may have actually sold her a ticket. Many years ago, I used to work in the Dully Chill News Agent, 404 New Canterbury Road. Anyway, that's by the by. 40 years on, um, she (laughs) wins. Having bought, like, that's, like, she has spent a million dollars over 40 years on scratch tickets, and she's got a $25,000 return. I'm very happy for her. Have you ever had a lottery win, Cameron? And if you did win the lottery, would you let people know? Would you want it known? Uh, uh, uh,
0: No and no. Oh, I thought there was going to be a no. yes and no there, <laughs> which is make no. No, I've no, I've, uh, I've I've had absolutely no um, no wins at all in the lottery. Scratchy is nothing. Maybe like a five dollars or a seven dollars sort of here or there. Mm. Um, usually gets passed. The scratchy usually get passed around uh, Christmas Day, sort of the That's family, it, yeah. sort of in in house stuff. But um, mm. no big wins, no. But I'll tell you what, if I was to win a big one, like. Um, you know, Powerball or Tatts or whatever it is, um, mm. I'd be keeping it very, very quiet. Trust me.
1: There'd just be a, yeah. there'd just be dead air on Monday between eight and nine. That'd be the giveaway, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Cameron, yeah. are you there, mate? We, any any wins yeah. in the Jones yeah. family? Eddie? <laughs> well,
2: when we uh, at the caravan park at Fingal Bay, there was I remember the old man telling mate, that the bloke the bloke who was in the next <laughs> caravan, who was one of Dad's mates, <laughs> he had actually won. He, he said he's won he's won uh, on the Lotto. But, mate, don't tell anyone because, you know, there's, there was something in America where some, someone, won, someone won lotto and, you know, and, and there was a kidnapping. And they said, whatever you did, don't tell anyone. I said, jeez, how much do you win? He said, five grand. <laughs> 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 and I thought to myself, jeez, I tell you what, they'd be, they'd be pretty amateur.
1: Kidnappers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, what, what about the looks you get? You would have won a uh, tray train. Your time would have thought, Matty, Lisa. What about if you win like a like in a club raffle? If you happen to buy a whole lot of tickets and you win more than one prize, the um, dirty looks you get from the oldies. I mean, yeah, oh, you, yeah, yeah. oh, what's going on here? You win a second prize. I mean, yep. they hate that. You, There's some yeah, scandals. You get study. daggers.
0: You get daggers.
1: There's no winners here. Um, by the way, Davo shares your pain on NBN, uh, Maddie. He says, "Don't start me on the yep. NBN. No bloody network. Those clowns dug a hole that big out the front of my house, and I thought they were putting in an in-ground Olympic pool." Um, so there you go.
2: <laughs> so they yeah. might be there a while, Maddie. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hope not. I bought some uh, meat yesterday, some steaks. Uh, mm. Donald, going off. Jeez, we All have right. Mate, We have wandered off campus.
1: Well, we, we, we certainly are going to go a little <laughs> further right now because Chris Gar Willoughby okay. asked, when is Maddie Johns coming out with a cologne? Chemist Warehouse shares will go through the roof. Wow. Now, it's interesting because there's Gosh. a lovely segue in this because Gwyneth Paltrow, it's her birthday. She's 49. Oh. And of course, I don't know whether I can go there.
2: Most go recently, on. I know what only, it is. Go on. The
1: only thing she's done is put out a, Campbell, a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina. That was last yeah. year. <laughs> what would be the scent? What would. Chris goes, asked the question. What would be the scent of the candle? Would it be Denko rub? What would it
2: be? It'd be. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there, mate, it be a candle. And say, you know, this smells like my ass. So I say. <laughs> <laughs> And it could clear a room.
1: (laughs) Room spray, diffusers, candles, Uh, hand wash, body wash. This smells like (laughs) from Maddie Johns, a Father's Day special. Wow, that Uh, is good. I was hoping it would be like, you know, wet night's dressing room or something like that, like, you know, with a hose down, musty smell, something like that, but there we go. Thank you. All right, now let's get back to the rugby league. Um... I I do need to ask who should ref. Look, we won't have a ref. Will we have a ref of the round? I think. No, no, I think we do have to have it. Yes, we do, because there were still two. Let's go to it. And now, on Breakfast with Vossie, Cameron Smith's
0: referee of the round.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was Klein v. Sutton, and that was going to lead to my question who should referee the grand final? So I guess your nomination mm. of referee of the round is your pick for the grand final who is it
0: Cameron well Vossi, um, um, I haven't spoke to Peter Vlandis yet um, just about okay. who, we're, who who we're going to appoint in the grand final but um, <laughs> listen I, I thought the, the best uh, <laughs> the best performing referee from uh, the prelims was uh, was Jared Sutton I thought he had a great game Jared Ooh, so I think go. that takes his tally. Does that take his tally to
1: four? I think he's in front.
0: Four or five? He may, yeah, it may be it, a massive you, win for him. The, it's, like,
1: it's like winning the Dally mm. MN, doing the grand, winning the grand final on the same week. That's amazing, Cameron, what you've just done you for go. the life of Jared. There you um, go. Maddie Johns yep. want to
2: buy into the referee? Be- uh, racing two? No, I, I'll go back to the thing. just mate, I was sitting there watching yesterday going you know, oh, on Saturday I thinking, mate, where's check? Yeah, I, I still maintain. mate, he's got so much respect in, 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 amongst the players that you tell me he's mm. not in the bet, top two referees in the game. Anyway.
1: Yeah. All right. There we go. Well, he, he's not. Butler. He's retired. He's got. He'll have his feet up um, somewhere. He might, he might be down at the Kaima Blowhole or somewhere on the weekend. I don't know. But he, he's not going to be anywhere near the grand final. He probably out of Queensland, but there you go. It's Klein v. Sutton. We'll take a quick <laughs> break. We'll come back with all the listener questions, fellas. It'll be fast money in just a moment. Cameron Ooh. Smith, thanks to the super-tough Adventure Kings camper trailer, Tough Enough for Australia, available at 4wdsupercenter.com.au. And Maddie John's here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Soon to have a a perfume or aftershave named after Maddie. Uh, right now at Chemist Warehouse, get big brand vitamins for half-price terms and conditions apply. More in a moment. At 13 minutes to nine, we have Matty Johns here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day right now at Chemist Warehouse. You can get the big brand vitamins for half price. Terms and conditions apply. But for this man, Cameron Smith, thanks to the super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer, Tough Enough for Australia, available at 4wdsupercenter.com.au. We have a Johnny um, who's text through Cameron from Morningside. Uh, listening on the SCN app, he says, "Hey boys, great show this morning. Listing up here in Brisbane. I've just driven past a billboard up here with Cam Smith on promoting the station. Lucky he's on radio. Uh, Johnny Plath it is from Morningside.
0: Nice message, Johnny Plath.
1: That's a dig
0: at my head, is it? Good on you, Johnny."
1: Yes, well, that's what radio is There we go. There we go. Played a few grand finals, John Plath.
0: <laughs> bit of a super sub.
1: Now, yeah. pull your socks up moment, um, Maddie. Uh, we've got this one. Mm. Uh, the NRL match review. Guessing concussions don't happen in finals due to foul play. To that listener who sent that text in, I'm saying you win the Underworks socks. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for you, for yourself. Are you, any, are you clear? We're one week out from the grand final. How does HIA work? How does it work? Any ideas? Oh,
2: man. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure. Like, <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure, Vossie. Um, I tell you what, you know, with with the Cameron Munster one on the weekend, yes, I tell you what, we've we've moved a fair way away from Magic Round because when that happened, I thought, oh, yeah. oh mate, Munster's yes. in a little bit of trouble. Accidentally, you know, I know it wasn't deliberate. I know the Jerome was falling, but given given what we saw in Magic Round and what the and what the policy was, uh, I was amazed, and you could see. Uh, what uh, Ivan had done, Ivan went for the interchange, and as Jerome's walking off the field, no penalty, no report, so it counted as an interchange. You could see uh, Ivan just sit back in his seat and just go, oh, no, what have I done? But, yeah, I I was really surprised by that. I was amazed. Yeah. I think
1: it's a pull your socks up generally, just if we can get some sort of clarification, because... You know, through the mm. game, what happened with Christian Welsh early? Two to seven minutes. Yes. Jerome Lawai yes. has admitted after the game, I blacked out and was dizzy, got back on. The Nathan yes. Cleary stagger. Yeah. You know, we had the Sean Kepi oh, on, the, bad, on the previous night. You know, he was on his feet and we didn't yeah. stop plays straight away. I mean, mm. it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's a dog's breakfast, Cameron.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that was going to be my pull your socks up moment was we've gone from uh, the week before where we, we stopped the game for someone's foot getting stood on and then and then sean kepi he he's absolutely in la la land, stumbling around he was stumbling around in front of the referee he could hardly stand his feet mm. and actually Ashley, Ashley Klein just let the play go to a point where it was it was it was dangerous for for kepi because um that that's where that's where they started they started running the ball back towards him and started targeting him because he was so disorientated so like we just we really need to get that area of the game right like just when when there's a guy that's that's in danger of of hurting himself further just pull it up pull it up yeah
1: yeah uh, can 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 I ask you an honest question fellas and try and put yourself in the shoes of a Penrith or South Sydney player this Sunday night if you cop a head knock mm-hmm. last 10 minutes of the game games on the line I ask you honestly yeah. would you come off would you come off no would
0: you, not a, no? No. no way was no no way yeah I, I like
2: if you're in the sheds like, honestly, what what used to happen in my city and on this that way in a you know, prehistoric age, but, mate, honestly, i would had times that you wake up in the dressing room and then you try, and you're and you convincing the doctor you're okay to go back out there and you do not remember going mm. back out you you, you, you you don't remember anything of the game. Now, I know we've moved, you know, rightfully so far away from that. But even then, before, you yes. know, all the studies and the concussion, you know it's no good for you. You know the risk you're taking, but, you know, mm. you, um, you know, Old head, you know, we can't put old head, young shoulders. That's what that's what it is.
1: Yeah, but to the point yeah. where you know we could have a hypothetical, you know, situation. Realistically, this week that a team will will not rule <clears> the rule, but will will bypass it and cop the fine later mm. to win the game because we're, yeah. we're, we've we've yeah. got this confusion. We've made a grey area. We're, we're worse than I thought. Yeah. The weekend we were worse than ever. I don't think when you've got the NRL yeah. physio come on, he doesn't understand it now. You know <laughs> the, the checklist of yeah. protocols that we had, we now, it's gone out the door. It's a real issue. Can't fix it this week, probably, but something to look at in the off season. Uh, one for you, Cameron. This mm. one, were there moments yeah. during the Storm Penrith game that you would have done something different from our listener? Because people are saying Melbourne, we know <laughs> Cameron Smith not there. So is there something specifically you would have done different?
0: Yeah, well, first up, Rossi, um, you know, that, those calls about, you know, if Cameron Smith was there would have been different. Well, the whole season might have been different if I played. You know what I mean? Like Melbourne Storm may not have been in the prelim or they may not have won 19 consecutive games. So I just want to get that out there first. But, yeah, like during the match, I, I just feel as though there was moments where they, they probably played a little bit too hot-headed. Um, you know, they looked like they were gaining some momentum at, at, at stages of that match. Yeah, they were able to get some second-phase play going with some nice offloads, but then instead of, you know, trying to, um, you know, take some easy metres off the back of some offloads, it was just like someone would get the ball in their hands and then they'd try and throw a 20-metre pass to someone else and that would lead to, to an error. Um, so, you know, if yeah. I was out there, I would have just tried to settle things down slightly, but, you know, again, Bossy, that's yeah. that's the type of player that I was throughout my career. and mm. And like I said, if... If I was playing, then the whole season may have been different because the way that that Melbourne Storm team played this year and the players involved in that side, they played a a very sort of upbeat, exciting brand of football that made it hard for opposition teams to beat them. And and that's why they finished the season with so many different attacking records um, that, that... They've they've taken care of this
1: year. One of our listeners, by the way, says Cameron Smith is kidding that he won the lottery. He won the lottery when he played in the greatest Origin team in history. He missed out Uh, on being a (laughs) rooster, so he must be a little disappointed. Was one observation (laughs) from a lister.
2: Vossie, well, the thing about this, mate, we spoke about this, I reckon, six to eight weeks before the final series. And a lot of the dialogue that was going on out there was, you know, when they won so many games in a row, they said, geez, mate, they haven't missed a a beat without Cameron. But we said at the time is that, mate, I can guarantee you when the big games come around the finals, they're going to miss him. To what extent? Don't know. But they're going to miss him. There's no doubt about it. And you saw it on the weekend is that, you know, the thing about it is winning a game, uh, winning a, a normal round, mate, it's... It's completely different to final series. You know, it's like, I, I liken it, yeah. it's pokies versus high rollers. So, uh, hang on, there's the news. <laughs> hang, on, hang on, there's the music coming. <laughs> I'm going to take but such news.
1: The, the pokies versus the high rollers room. Beautifully put. Great analogy. Uh, Maddie John, thank you for your input today, my friend.
2: Uh, thanks, mate.
1: For chemist warehouse looking forward to the aftershave coming out. And Cameron Smith, the man who killed Shepard. Great Davy Company, as always, on a Monday morning. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. I'll see you, mate. The, thanks to the super-tough Adventure Kings camper trailer, Cameron Smith, and that is Monday Morning Breakfast with Vossie.
2: Preparing Mars Shuttle 1. We have liftoff in 3, 2, Houston, one. permission to abort? Uh, shuttle 1, is there a problem? Well, it's just we're still alive in the quaddie here. Why didn't you say anything? The first two legs
0: are the faves, so we didn't want to make a big deal, you know?
2: 10-4, launch to lead. Introducing Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share the moment. Conditions applying. gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858.
0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13-21-91.